It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Great to have you in. A lot to get to today. A lot at LockedOnBengals.com right now. Prospect Spotlight. Number one linebacker in the draft, Raquan Smith. Number one on a lot of boards, including mine. If I, I Not that I have a draft board, but I'll let you know right now. Raquan Smith is the number one linebacker on my draft board. The evaluation is up right now. LockedOnBengals.com. My guy Solomon Tentman doing great work with the Locked On Bengals spotlights. Uh, you could check those out. I tweeted out links to all of them so far, at Locked On Bengals, at James Rapine. And as always, we're on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. But wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Bengals is there. And you should go check out LockedOnBengals.com. Bookmark it. Do whatever you need to do to get that done because that is the place to be. I want to start today by looking at what Mel Kuyper did today. <laughs> Oh, Mel, oh, Mel, oh, Mel. Mel's trying to give me a heart attack, man. That guy, because this would be the most Bengals move. I. All right, so Mel Kuyper releases his mock draft, and it's his mock draft 2.0. And I'm checking out a piece from Catherine Terrell, who was on the podcast last week, ESPN.com, and it says, Mel Kuyper mock draft 2.0, Bengals start rebuilding their offensive line. And they don't do it by drafting a guy like, you know, Connor Williams or who knows, Orlando Brown from Oklahoma. No, not not the kid from Notre Dame, Mike McGlinchey. No, none of those tackles. No, 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 no. Instead, he has him taking UCLA tackle Colton Miller. Colton Miller is projected to be uh, the Bengals' number one pick, according to Mel Kuyper. Oh. Look, I, I'm no... I'm not the most dialed-in person, and I know it's really early. And what I mean by dialed-in is it's not like the Bengals have handed me their draft board. Honestly, I don't think they have their draft board completely put together yet. Here's what I do know. If they take Colton Miller at 12, don't trade back. Nothing changes between now and the draft with the, the tackle position. It's going to feel like a reach, and I'm going to come on here and say that. Colton Miller, he spells it with a K, by the way. Anybody heard of him before today? Like, unless you're, like, really into the draft, you probably haven't heard of Colton Miller, a tackle from UCLA. And yet, that's the guy. And he's six foot eight, 310 pounds, and, and as Catherine writes, certainly has the size and frame to play tackle. But is he a left or right tackle? I'm not sure. Started all 13 games at left tackle last year in UCLA. Oh, this would be the Bengals reaching. This is a reach. This is a stretch. It's what it is. That's what it would be. Now, does that mean Colton Miller won't be a great pro? No, it does not. But the last thing I want them to do is solely focus in on one position. And I would get the feeling that if they took Colton Miller, that that's what they would be doing. (laughs) And with that being said, I mean, this mock draft is interesting because a guy by the name of Josh Rosen from UCLA fell to number 11 
<laughs> so it's not like, and, and I don't think there's a chance in hell that happens. But Colton Miller, if that's the pick, I got to let you know I'm going to be a little just eh about it. It'll be a lot like the Cedric Abwehi pick. Now, again, it takes time. It takes time to figure out exactly what's going to happen. It takes time to figure out what type of player that he's going to be and he's going to develop and, and what the other guys are going to be. I just don't want them to reach at offensive line. I don't. They bolstered their pass rush last, pass rush last year, and they did it in the mid-rounds of the draft. They can do that again. Colton Miller, could he be really good? Sure. I'm not going to act like I'm an expert about him. But this, it seems like a stretch. I looked up Matt Miller's big board and top tackles. He's fourth, Colton Miller is. You don't get the fourth best tackle at 12 overall, period. You just, you don't do it. So whether it's waiting, whether it's picking someone else, and it's not just Matt Miller. I mean, a lot of these draft nicks so far that I've seen, they don't have a guy by the name of Colton Miller as, as one of their top players or top, top, top tackles or top offensive linemen. Again, it doesn't matter. I remember years ago, Bruce Irving gets picked 16th overall maybe by Seattle. Worked out all right. So it's not saying it wouldn't work. It just feels like it would be a reach. And I don't want the Bengals to reach. I don't want the Bengals to, oh, we really need this, so that's what we're going to go get. It's our weakness. we got to address the offensive line, so we're just going to do it with the 12th pick. I thought Dre Kirkpatrick was a reach. Just some revisionist history. I think they settled for Drake Kirkpatrick. 17th pick. I believe it was the 17th pick. Melvin Ingram was there, ended up going 18th. Neither one has been great, but I, I remember freaking out to my friend. I'm like, God, take Melvin Ingram. Take him, take him, take him, take him, take him, take him. And they took Drake Kirkpatrick. Dre was, he's okay. He's certainly not worth the money that they've given him, at least so far. But when they picked him in the first round, I felt that way too. Uh, you just picked a corner because he's a corner. To me... I don't want the Bengals to pick a tackle because he's a tackle. Because that's where you get in trouble. That's when you end up with busts. That's when you end up with mediocre players. And when you're picking 12th overall, you got to try to find that elite talent that should be there when the Bengals are on the clock in the NFL draft coming up in April. I can't wait for it. I'm James Rapine. We're going to get a bunch of draft analysts on. We're going to start to dive in heavy draft moving forward here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. It's great to have you in. I want to look at something that was written about. And uh, one of our new writers at LockedOnBengals.com, Deepak Kumar, wrote about John Ross. And for those of you, because there's plenty of people that think I'm too high on John Ross, and that's fine. I get it. Look, he was injured. Any player that comes in draft ninth overall, gets injured, doesn't play, doesn't catch on when he is healthy, you're going to have concerns. Totally understand. But he wrote a piece yesterday for Locked on Bengals, and I tweeted out a link, and it's on LockedOnBengals.com. And I want to just discuss it a little bit here as we roll on. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. The Locked On Bengals podcast rolls on. Just a heads up, Locked On Reds is up and rolling, and I want you to check it out. Right now it's on Megaphone. I'll tweet out a link at James Rapine at Locked On Reds. It's something I want you to certainly um, subscribe to if you can. We're getting it up in the process of getting it up on iTunes, Google Play, and all the other good stuff where you currently enjoy, hopefully enjoy, the Locked On Bengals podcast. I want to get to this this article because uh, Deepak wrote it, and he when I, we were going through the feeling out process on whether or not he wanted to join Locked On Bengals and whether or not we were going to bring him aboard, he said he wanted to look at things from an analytical standpoint, numbers. And that's the way every sport is moving. And I was like, well, that's great. I love that you want to do that. And he, his first article is, here's how John Ross can make Andy Dalton a top 10 quarterback. And without spoiling it, he looks at the yards of separation, what it could mean for Andy Dalton getting the ball out of his hands quicker, what John Ross could do after the catch. Like, There's a bunch of different things that he looks at in numbers. And he looks at a metric, time-to-throw metric, he also looks at and uses a targeted air yards, basically how far the receivers uh, downfield the receivers are being targeted. And he says John Ross can help there. And I've seen some mixed reactions to that, the idea that Ross can help the Bengals next season. And I just I don't understand this. Like I mentioned Dre Kirkpatrick a few minutes ago, and even though that happened, and they picked him, and I was lukewarm on the pick, and I was like, eh, it felt like a reach. I still wanted him to be an elite corner. Like, I still wanted him to be William Jackson. So if you're if you're a guy, uh, a fan, guy, girl, whatever, woman, man, fan of the Bengals, why would you root against the guy? Why would you root against John Ross? Like, numbers show it, and one guy that, Deepak looks at is Tyreek Hill. John Ross, from a route running perspective, from a big play perspective, from a what what he did on and off the field in college, is a much better prospect than Tyreek Hill. He is. Now, did Hill have an impact earlier? Sure. Does Hill did, did it look like the the domestic violence stuff? Of course, that made him drop. But to me, John Ross has that potential. He has the potential to be in that realm of game changers. And don't leave it to me because I get it. I'm biased John Ross guy, right? This is a cut from Dave Lapham from way back in October when we were discussing whether or not John Ross could make an impact still uh, as the season went on. Here's Dave Lapham. But Lance, there's no doubt that when healthy, he will give them a, de- a dimension just like Bryant gives the Steelers. I mean, it's just, it's a huge, huge factor. You you have to respect Brian's speed. That's what Ross would do for this football team. Not only for A.J. Green and other receivers, but it would help, you know, get people out of the box in the running game. Um, so it would help on a lot of levels when he's able to go fully. So looking at that, hearing that, I want him to get healthy. Because the idea to me, and let's just say the Bengals did draft that offensive lineman. the The thought of... A competent offensive line with Andy Dalton and John Ross and Joe Mixon and maybe Tyler Eifert, if the Bengals listen to me, A.J. Green. The idea of that's still there. (laughs) If you listen to this podcast before the 2017 season, the reason I was so high on the Bengals, that can still happen this coming year. 
the offense can still be really dynamic. I, I totally believe that. At least have the personnel to be very dynamic. But with that said, with that being said, John Ross has to come through. And that's the difference. And that's why I've, I've discussed, I was on a podcast yesterday, I've certainly discussed it here on Locked on Bengals. I would look at a, acquiring a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, a proven number two wide receiver that's an upgrade from Brandon LaFell. Because just in case John Ross can't do it, you got someone who's proven and can. And then if John Ross comes around, then all of a sudden you're elite at something. You're elite at wide receiver, elite on offense with your upgraded offensive line where you might have reached for a tackle, but maybe not because maybe he pans out. So I think that's the goal here. That's the goal. And to me, if they can do that, I think we'll feel pretty good. You address offensive line in the draft and free agency. You bring in a proven veteran wide receiver that's an upgrade from Brandon LaFell. I would move on from LaFell, Michael Johnson, and Adam Jones. I'd use that cap space elsewhere. I would buckle up, and I would see what they could do. And I would try to keep Tyler Eifert around, even if that doesn't mean uh, Kodiki, um, on Twitter at Kodiki, uh, he tweeted me yesterday, he writes for Cincy Jungle, maybe using the transition tag. Totally on board with that. That's another option. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. By the way, Locked On Reds out now. So you should check that out along with this one. I know I get it. You might get tired of my voice, small doses. But if you listen to this like 15, 20 minutes a day and you're a Reds fan, you can listen to that 15, 20 minutes a day. Same same style, daily, not super long. Today I uh, hear from Brian Price, hear from Barry Larkin, talk about the Reds manager and uh, the Reds maybe next manager. Uh, yesterday we talked about Joey Votto and heard from him. So good stuff there. Check it out. I tweeted out a link. Not on iTunes yet. Locked on Reds will be shortly, but uh, until then, it's on Megaphone, and I'll tweet out links to it as well. It's the easiest way to find it. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast a ton. Make sure you check out Deepak's article on John Ross and how John Ross can help Andy Dalton regain his 2015 form. Plus, four ways the Bengals could replace A.J. McCarron, a breakdown of the Bengals' needs and strengths and a Locked On Bengals prospect spotlights roll on with Raquan Smith. So check that out at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.